everybody and welcome to episode five of the Hey Listen podcast. I am Dizzy Bess uh, on Twitch and YouTube and today I am joined by... I never know who goes there. <laughs> Order right now. <laughs> I'm Mr. on Twitch and YouTube. I'm seriously, I'm a giraffe or just giraffe on Twitch and other people's Twitch. <laughs> and I'm cauliflower just on other people's Twitch. We, we need to get you streaming at some point, colleague. It needs to happen. Yeah, no. Also, let's point out, on everybody's Twitch. Yeah, I do. I've started, yeah, I'm turning up on a lot of people's Twitches at the moment. Um, my great. most favouritest one that I have done at the moment, it was commentating mm-hmm. on Trey's game with oh, Andy. He was just the most amazing coach. <laughs> That's one of the funniest things that I've watched that game didn't go the way i wanted it to but watching you guys back made it worth it a thousand times over it was amazing he really was i mean really big shout out to andy just the most amazing co-host i could have ever asked to have on there is, is he it our was streamer amazing. shout out for this episode he's he's my most amazing co-host shout out for this podcast amazing. and a good sport oh he really is <laughs> he had he didn't it's, really have a choice so many... no he just kind of he didn't because that was before I'd brought him his brownies. That is true. <laughs> yeah, you did kind of pay him off in brownies. Yeah, so you know, well, the promise of brownies, right? You don't want to pay yeah. and then do it. You have to. Yeah, it's like it's one brownie per moist. I'm sure Andy will will be okay with this. Hit me up, Andy. Tell me what you think about this deal. We're talking about co-hosts and uh, you know people that we have uh, commentated with. I think that leads quite nicely into today's or this uh, episode's topic, which is cooperative games um, and what we like, don't like about them, what our favourite things are. So, who wants to go first with their favourite co-op game or team? Me, 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 <laughs> me, me. <laughs> I think so my, wants to go so my favourite cooperative or team game has always been and will always be any of the Halo series. There is nothing I love more than cracking out the Xbox and sitting there with a bottle of wine and my husband or friends and blowing each other up with sticky grenades while you okay. work through the campaigns. It is just so much fun. I have so many amazing memories of just ha- just laughing until my cheeks hurt playing I have a question. That. I have a question. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yes, the, the tall person, the very very tall person in America is asking. <laughs> so this is one of those you play with strange, like randoms, randos, right? Kind you of can, yeah. Or yeah, is yeah. it just your friends? So do you do that? Uh, I used to. Yeah, I used to play online. My favorite online one was very playing the team of two. Go on. Yes. Let's go. Okay. What is the most toxic thing you've ever done <laughs> in chat? Oh wow. Okay. Well, there isn't. So I did used to go on comms and. I didn't used to talk much. I just used to have the headset on and sort of listen. And the, probably the most toxic thing I've ever done is when they be when the boys would be shouting and complaining that oh my god that girl just killed me. Oh well, actually, I'm a girl, and then turn off the microphone and listen to them lose their shit because they just okay. lost to a girl. And then you follow them around the map and k- keep killing them. And then you oh you that like, guy. You squat over and down their body, and while screaming down the microphone, I'm a girl! Oh man, see, you should be streaming this. This is the quality content that Twitch needs. We, we just want you following random people around and going, I'm a girl! <laughs> With that slogan. 
Yeah, we that's, know what your first, uh, your first show yeah, right. is going to be cauliflower. Just do it. <laughs> yes. Well, I, I used to do it. So when I did the campaign, I'd do that. I'd just do that co-op local with, with, um, with Techno. Or I would go in online and play the team game. So you, I think it was, it was either four or five teams of two. And my favourite game mode was SWAT. So you had like no shields, you had no motion detector or anything like that. You just had a combat rifle. You could just go around and headshot people. Oh yeah, it was so much fun. I loved it. So I really love co-op games. How's your aim? Shit. <laughs> okay. Just checking. <laughs> Mine too. Next person. <laughs> person. I like I'm in. I don't, don't have any that I can think of that I've played on like computers. Probably there's going to be something really obvious. That I'm just not thinking of. I'm really tired tonight, listeners. I'm, I'm really, um, I've had a, a long start to the week. But um, like, You've been too I'm... busy watching Giraffe Stream XCOM. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I haven't slept in like two weeks because it's just Giraffe at two in the morning playing XCOM and I have to watch it. I have to. <laughs> Which is kind of like a co-op game with chat because what's been happening so so for anybody who hasn't following me a bit uh, i why just not picked up <laughs> first of all why not come on um there, what else do you have to do with your life um so i've just picked up xcom 2 for the first time ever and it's a completely brand new game and i think for a lot of people it's both a familiar a beloved and a bit nostalgic game so i had quite a few people tune in but then they're watching a complete noob so I feel I feel Tat's frustration where everyone's like, do this and do that and do all those things. And it's becoming kind of a co-op game where I'm like getting a lot of and because because there's no timer, unlike Blood Bowl, you know, I have time to gather a lot of suggestions from folks. But I do feel like the funniest part of it is that people are very have very strong opinions and some they're quite often completely contradictory with each other. Yeah. So one person would be like, you absolutely need to do this. And this other person would be like, no, 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 that's dumb. You absolutely need to do this. And I'm sitting there thinking, I have no idea how this game works. <laughs> um, which brings me actually to how my general feeling of co-op games. Um, so I don't play too many computer games, but I'm very big on board games and board games have tons of co-op games. Mm-hmm. And I think the hardest thing for game design designers to get is how do you make sure that co-op games aren't kind of overtaken by one very strong personality yeah. and one person who knows what they're doing because that's not fun right like then that one person should just play so i think a lot of games suffer a little bit from the one person telling everybody what to do which is all to my point that co-op games suck <laughs> and like why why do we want to be friends let's all just destroy each other and, and, oh, well, the yeah. thing is, I, I think I think it depends on how you want to play because that was that is sometimes one of the most fun things to do. Like when when we were playing Halo, me and Techno together, we go through, we do a mission, and all of a sudden, I just throw a sticky grenade. I mean, it just exploded. It'd be hilarious. <laughs> and then he'd do it back to me. We do that a few times, and then we would have we we you know we we kind of have fun with it, and then we go back to the mission. So you, if you're doing like a proper co-op game like that, you need to find someone who complements your personality so you've got to find someone who's going to be all right with you sticking the sticky grenades but also that person that's going to say right we're done with the stickies now <laughs> that's enough stickies no more stickies i i actually like think i sort of have a lot of the same feelings about draw because i've mostly played card games i've mostly played have been tabletop games or board games sometimes i say tabletop games i mean board games because tabletop is like warhammer and stuff right like I'm, yeah. i don't know where the line is um I think it's, it's gotta be a subset of board game right or is it just a j- different thing altogether because i just really think like board, it's on a tabletop right? so it's a tabletop game but that's not actually how people use that word where's your laptop right now Trey? <laughs> actually it's on a stand 
So. Oh, oh, <laughs> my pedante was punished. But, like, yeah, because, like, about the first time I played Pandemic, for instance, like, I really enjoyed it, which seemed way more fun when there wasn't a real pandemic. And, like, I thought that was really fun, but I it's think... It's over now, Boris said so. <laughs> Don't. I think that was more fun because the first time I played it was with someone who, like, um, had never played it before either, so we were just sort of muddling through. Um, but I, I do think that ends up being how I feel. And it's tricky because, like, I, to be honest, like, I'm not, I'm not, like, part of the thing that I can dislike in some board games is the opposite, where, like, it's hyper-confrontational. Like, I'm not, like, a naturally massively confrontational person. Um, hmm. So I'm like, tree? No, I like, surely not. <laughs> I like the idea of, like, of winning something together with people but also like when you play a game that's cooperative with someone who knows the game it can just be really boring because you do just sit there and go yeah okay i'll do what you tell me to because it's really smart um so yeah i have I'm, i have mixed feelings on them but then i've talked about before in this podcast like there's some of the things i really like are like the ones that have a betrayer mechanic so uh dead of winter i feel like i talked about before because because it's cooperative except one person is it could be a betrayer and so that means you can't all just listen to one to each other because you have to not fully trust everyone. I I okay. don't like those kinds of the social deduction games. I really don't like them. I they stress me out because I'm not <laughs> a massively good liar. In the fact that you can tell when I'm lying very very easily, um, or you can tell when I'm not lying as well. So it just becomes very. I don't have fun because I'm just stressed out of my mind trying to do one thing or another and it just, yeah. I think I really enjoy them as long as I'm not the betrayer. If I'm the betrayer, I'm the same as you because I hate lying. So, like, I'm terrified. <laughs> but as long as I'm not the one betraying, it's like, okay, so now we get to cooperate, but also, like, we have to be a bit, like, not just doing what one person tells us to do. Well, now you have to lie to your friends too. So that's, like, you have to make sure that those boundaries are very well respected and people don't actually think that mm. you're an asshole if you just, you know, straight up looked in their eyes and lied to them. Okay, so he listened Among Us stream when? <laughs> no. Do you know, I remember when What that did Dizzy just thing. say? I don't know. That's why I'd win. <laughs> because unlike the three of you, I'm really good at this. have no problem lying to my friends. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> In very select certain situations. Like, I won't throw any more stickies at you. I promise. Kaboom! <laughs> so, yeah. I, I don't know. I can't think of... I'm, I'm sure I've played other, like, cooperative games. I did play... The other one with the Betrayer mechanic was... I tried to play one time with some people um, Battlestar Galactica, but I got really <gasps> confused and bored of it, um, which is oh, probably I me not play being that so smart bad. enough. I want to play that so bad. I also didn't. I'd never watched Battlestar Galactica at that, Galactica at that, at that time. I've watched a bit of it now, but still. You, you have now, right? I've watched some of it. I didn't go all the way through with it because um, sci-fi is not really my thing. Um, okay, so you need to watch it, all of it, <laughs> all except of it. the last few episodes. Right. I was at one of those where like you go for ages and it's like all building up to something and then it, the ending's disappointing. Yeah, it's very disappointing. Okay. <laughs> I don't know whether our listeners will agree with me, <laughs> and if they don't, they're wrong. Tell us in the Discord, in our Discord, uh, let us know what your thoughts on Bat- uh, Battlestar Galactica mm-hmm. is. Yeah, did you like the ending? In the game. Did you like the ending? I want to play Battlestar so bad. There's um, there's another one, there's another board game like that where you, where one of you is Hitler. Secret Hitler. Oh. Secret Hitler. That, sound, that sounds like fun too. I've seen people playing that in like, uh, in like sort of board game get together settings. And like, it always makes me really uneasy that there are people 
in those settings who might not know what the game is and mm. hearing people just shouting your I feel like the point of that game was a little bit to be you know a little scandalous a little on yeah. the naughty side um but you know it, but it's at the same time it's just clean enough and, and normal enough that it's not like truly offensive right so, mm. so it skirts the line a little bit it skirts the line in a similar way to Cards Against Humanity, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in that you play that and you're like, "Look, I'm never, ever, ever gonna say something like this in a normal setting whatsoever." But isn't this hilarious? And I feel like people's opinions about Cards Against Humanity have changed over the last decade or so. It's been out for that long, hasn't it? Yeah. Um, because it used to be, I think, a lot more acceptable, and now there are people who will straight up not play Cards Against Humanity because we've gotten more. I mean, some might. I'd say it's sensitive as a society. Some might say oversensitive. I'm not sure, but it's like there is a social change, like drift, isn't it? Where mm. it used to be a little more okay, and now it's, it's a little less okay. It's um, really yeah. interesting because it's been like it was like maybe a little bit before the pandemic was the last time I played that, and it was at a party, and I hadn't played it in a while, and like we had a lot of fun with it. But um, there were like a few cards right at the beginning that people just like took out the deck and like, well, this, this is like, there's no context in which this is going to be funny. And then a couple of times mm-hmm. during the game, someone was like, I'm, I'm just going to throw that card away because it's just not a funny card. Um, and I thought that was interesting because yeah, I think that's definitely like the first time I played it. Um, oh, yeah, that is years ago. Case, was it? Yeah. It, yeah, in, in, in that sort of context, because it, it came up when, uh, when Friends came back on Netflix and everyone lost their shit because it's, oh my God, Friends is back on Netflix. And I did as well. I went back and watched it and it was like, oh yeah, it's really funny. It's like, oh, it's kind of sexist. Mm. <laughs> oh, that's it. It's a bit homophobic, that, isn't it? And that was fine in like the late 90s, early noughties, but... Now we kind of watch that and go, ooh, ooh, I wouldn't say that now. <laughs> so talking about nostalgia, is there anything gaming-wise that that really just kind of throws you back to nostalgia, like more board games kind of things? Uh, well, I hear this. Uh, what was that game again? Uh, Stroker? Is that uh, <laughs> <laughs> Always that brings was... me back, you know, to all the memories. Board game, that would be a, a very different game. <laughs> That's a very different game. <laughs> At least on the screen, there's some level of detachment to it. But if you're actually with a board game, I feel like that's a whole other... That's called Stroker the board game, that's right. Uh-huh. I'm sure that's a thing. Sorry, Sorry. now nah, brought it to a, a really high level here. Apologies. So, um, co-op games. Stroker the board... Sorry. I'm so sorry. Now all I can see... Is a guy like down in the middle of the floor, stark bollock naked, <laughs> with a lot of people around him rolling dice to see who gets to <laughs> Come on. Anyway. <laughs> so, okay, I could bring it. I, so I actually have thoughts about uh, co-op board games because there are a few co-op board, well, board games slash card games that I think are really good. And I think what makes them really good is that they take out this opportunity for somebody to be like the dominant force through various ways so for example one way to do that is and and you guys can imagine i love that way is um there is xcom the board game which is also co-op and it roughly you know it has some elements of xcomness between like balancing your resources and doing research and all sorts of things <laughs> and the way it kind of does this like tries to introduce or or have people not talk overly much is that there's time pressure to it. Um, so you base it's sort of like Blood Bowl. You have a very small number of minutes to do all these things, and everyone's got their own thing to do. And there's just no time for somebody to convince everybody else what to do. And you know everybody panics. It's great. So 
if you're into stressful games, XCOM, the board game, is lovely and is co-op. Um, the other way you can have good co-op. Sorry, I'm like going on a lecture of co-op games because I like I like board games, guys. I, I really like board games. <laughs> um, sorry. The other way is just to get people to shut up. There are some cool board games or card games that sort of limit communication. So that all those people, you know, that one person who's like, I know everything. I'm gonna tell you exactly what to do because I'm the smartest and I'm definitely going to um, uh, tell you the correct uh, strategy for this game. So yeah, that person can't talk. And there are a couple of those. There's like Hanabi is a great game for that. Um, it's cooperative and you can't talk. By the sound of that game. Mysterium is another where you can get mm -hmm. that one person and they become the ghost. And so what the ghost does is they yep. provide visions to all the other players who can talk amongst themselves. Ghosts can't speak at all. So they have these cards anything. awful awful pictures on it so you've got to try and p convey your meaning as to who's the murderer what with what and where and you've got like these very obscure cards to like it's it's horrible communication but the ghost can't say anything so that's another one that's pretty good for that i don't like the sound of this game oh it's great fun but it's <laughs> no, it's just, no, 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 no. <laughs> i don't like the sound of this game no, no. oh you want to talk is that a problem like cauliflower yeah, yeah it, it, it's you can be one of the psychics and the psychics can all talk amongst each other the ghost is the only one who can't talk mm. but what if i end up <laughs> Being the ghost, I'm not a fan. No, I'm not a fan. You choose to be the ghost. You don't. It's not a random. Yeah, it, it's determined ghost. before it's, the beginning. Yeah. I like to but yeah, if you have that one person in your friend group, you can gently suggest that maybe they're they might be interested in the ghost role. I do not want to be a ghost. Cauliflower <laughs> <laughs> just like I want to tell people to. It will do what I say. Or else. I'm saying that, I just want to point out to everybody listening that Dizzy is the boss here. Yep, Dizzy is the manager. <laughs> Owner, CEO of the Halos Incorporated. I tried not to LLC. be. LLC. No, 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 no. We need you to be. We need oh, you okay. to be. Oh, okay. Please. <laughs> Please. The most organized person here. I, I, I try to be organized, but it's uh, it sometimes mm -hmm. isn't as, as easy as I'd like it to be. We're very disorganized. I think we're probably like herding cats anytime you try and get us to do anything. Trust me, I had to herd my cats this weekend. It was not like it was easier to know. <laughs> I was chasing my cat around the dining room. She was going under chairs and then it was just round and round the table. I couldn't do it. She was just all over the place. I, I have to try and chase my cat out the dining room at tea time because she's still a kitten. She doesn't kind of get that, you know, you're not allowed upon the dining table at tea time. We're, we're eating. So she goes from chair to chair to chair to chair while I'm chasing her around and the kids think it's hilarious. And it's they gotta be, There's got to be a game about herding cats, right? Like, is there a, is there a, is a ton game of... or a board game about herding cats? Hmm. There are definitely a ton of cat-themed board games that I'm oh. aware of, but I'm not totally sure if they're uh, herding cats as such. They're more like how to please our cat overlords this kind of thing, which is you know, realistic, right? There is actually a board game called Herding Cats. Oh, okay. I thought there would be. What is its uh, board game geek uh, score? That's the important bit. Well, it's, it's 5.1 out of 10. That's pretty low. Yeah. Oh well. So we need a better herding cats game. We do. If there's anyone out there who is a game designer and wants to take up the challenge of designing a herding cats game, please let us know. We will happily test it for you. Um, somehow. <laughs> in our various different locations across uh, the world. Um, and advertise it. But yeah, we'll oh, yeah. If, if, if anybody wants to, like, yeah, or wants us to advertise a game or to try out a game, please do let us know. We would more than happy to... Have a go. Have a go, yeah. Yeah, I want to have a go. 
love trying new games. Do you know, like, this is starting to make me think that there's actually like way more different things I don't think of as co-op games that I suppose kind of are. I think that game that you were talking about a second ago, um, Giraffe, I can't even remember the name of, but it's the one where you said someone has to be silent. Is that the one where it's like you have to make a fireworks display? Yes, Hanabi, that's the one. Hanabi, that's it. Because that's really fun. I've only played that once, that but it's really, really fun. fun. It's like really simple as well. But then, so but it like... takes away that dominance part, which is um, I think the worst part of cooperative games is that how do you make it so that everybody is involved and has fun? And I think that's that one's a, does that in a really neat way. And, and where do you put a game like um, Code Names thing? Because that's like cooperative, but it's in teams. That's a party game. Okay, it's different. Yeah. Well, it's still a that's where you have a party but for people who don't you know there, there's parties and there's parties and you know <laughs> there, there's parties when everybody's passed out drunk and there's parties where people have uh you know do highly intellectual things like play board games oh, okay, um so and code names what are our feelings on probably one of the most famous co-op slash team games which is pictionary why do we feel about that Oh, that's a party I'm game, man. So party, bad at but it is too, absolutely. Oh, I'm so bad at drawing. I don't, can we just do straight? <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. Can I plug a game that isn't a game, but it's fantastic and it should be a game? Um, yes. I mean, it is a game. Um, so our group of friends plays this game and it's... Um, have you guys ever played Telestrations? It's a like really nice, um, like, Pictionary-esque game. So what you do is... Um, there's no winning. It's you know it's a party game, but you have these little notepads, and the first person starts out with a with a word. Uh, sorry, everybody oh, starts out with a word, and then yeah. they have to draw this word, and then they pass it to the next person. The next person only sees the picture and has to guess the word, the word. and then yes, yeah. yeah, and then the next person draws it, and so on, and you pass it around, and it becomes yeah. hilarious. So yeah, that's two PG. What you really need to do is instead of starting it with a word, you start it with a Cards Against Humanity card. Um, <laughs> so that becomes Telestrations Against Humanity. Much better and much raunchier, and you see how people draw penises and stick figures, and it's fantastic. Giraffe here bringing down the level again. You're <laughs> welcome. I was going to talk about something that might have actually interested Giraffe, but she's just brought the tone down so much, and I want to hear more about it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I mean, that's about it. Uh, you have a uh, uh, wait. How how nice not stuff for work are we making this podcast? I mean, well, I mean, after the last one, I don't think we could get much worse. Yeah, I'm just say saying. The last one was pretty pretty uh, not safe for work. I did put warnings everywhere. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> I was like, this is not a, not safe, guys. Not, Do not let anyone really wasn't. under eighteen <laughs> listen to this. Monty's here talking about nostalgic board. I mean, video games. Obviously, not safe for work. Um, <laughs> Um, but yeah, so uh, uh, card, everybody's favorite Cards Against Humanity card, um, Pac-Man Uncontrollably Guzzling Cum. Um, that's one. <laughs> it's a really fun one to draw, and it's the one people usually get and start cracking up on. But <laughs> politely discuss Pac-Man and his bodily functions. I have a friend from school who, uh, he's very funny, but he does have a constantly, he's one of those people who, I mean, you know, we're not as young as we used to be, but still, like, you can't spend time in a group with him, like, without him just constantly bringing things back to innuendo or something kind in your um, exactly <laughs> and he used to have a game that he would make people play with him uh, which he called hide the schlong where <laughs> someone would just draw a penis and then the game was to try and make it into something that no longer looked like it so you sort of might turn it into a tropical tree or something nice. else and it was actually once you sort of let go to the childishness of it actually quite a fun way to sit and spend time in an airport or something if you're bored True. i feel like in a public location might be eh, i guess it depends if you hide the notebook <laughs> i'll just leave that here while i go to the yeah, restaurant <laughs> not where there are kids ideally 
anyway. So what's the thing that I might be interested in cauliflower? So one of the other um, co-op games that I used to play, and still do from time to time, is the Mass Effect 3 multiplayer. <gasps> yeah. See? You. See? Happy dance over here. So in Tell the us Mass- more. In, in the Mass Effect 3 multiplayer, it's not like regular multiplayers where you go and like kill and shoot each other. It's a team of four people and it's wave after wave after wave of whatever race that you're up against. So you want know, the Geth or the, the screamy banshee things or the brutey things. You get ten, 10 waves of that, you're going to do 10 waves and then you got to extract. So we used to do that. It was me. It was my husband and it was my two brother-in-laws and we all used to get our laptops out and we used to play that for hours and Techno still does from time to time now. And when are we doing that, Giraffe? Um, <laughs> on stream. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. I have no... Yes. I mean, I have no aim, so I'm sorry, but yes. Absolutely, it's happening. Oh, well, can I can I bring in one oh, other yeah. thing that I just hadn't thought about until just now? Because, yeah. um, like, this is when I was saying before, right? There's like completely different ideas of like in my head of what co-op is. So, like, when I think about co-op, I think of pandemic or something. But actually, like, some of the older games that I used to play when I was a kid, I guess a lot of them were kind of co-op. So, like, Altered Beast, that I mentioned, I played with my brother. Like, you're you are working together. Like, you've both got a character, and it's like a side scroller, and you're just smashing the enemies. Mm. And actually, when I was a kid, like, loads of games was like that. Like there were loads of sort of just games where it's just yeah scrolls sideways along the game along the game and you start somewhere and you've got to go somewhere and if it's multiplayer you're doing it together like um I'm trying to remember what the name of it was there was one that was I felt like it was like halfway like Street Fighter but it was Streets of Rage Streets of Rage yeah two or three or something um so like that's a co-op game of a sort I guess. Actually, I've just thought of one which isn't well. It's it's a Mario Kart game, Mario Kart Double Dash. It's primarily a racing game, obviously racing it. But you have two people on a kart, and you can play it as one of you driving and one of you throwing the items. And my sisters used to love teaming mm-hmm. up against me because if you were the one on the back, if you didn't have an item in your hand, you could punch sideways and it would shift the card but if you were next to somebody particularly me being next to them they'd punch me off the track and that Rude. was it was that's that's a really good and so if you've got like four people that's a really good co-op mario kart game i love double dash it's so good it's such a good uh did you ever try uh crash team racing oh yeah oh god yeah oh, i loved it like um we got we we got the remake and then went back and had a look at the original and it was like oh my god the graphic like you don't you have this memory of the game and then you go back to it and the graphics are a lot worse than what you remember and it's like oh <laughs> i remember this looking so much more polished um but yeah yeah i love crash team racing um but obviously it doesn't have the co-op elements to it so we yeah we've spoken a lot about particular games what about co-op games do we like or do we not like what what elements of them i like a lot about co-op games if i'm matched up with someone that i like because it doesn't matter what the game is if you've got someone that you can work well with together then it's gonna go well yeah. and you're gonna have fun but if you end up with just some someone who just wants to try hard it and scream and shout at you and try and tell you what to do it's just i just lose interest it's like oh, yeah. forget it i don't care but let's just bleed yeah, out here i don't mind try harding i have a problem with people that try hard and like insult you and things like that like why are you doing that that's so stupid 
Yeah, mm. especially when you were right. Like you do something, <laughs> someone yells at you, and you were completely like, you know what you were trying to do, and you achieved that and saved the game or whatever. And then you turn around and go, that's why. Yes. <laughs> you don't know what I'm thinking. You don't know what my thought process is. I had a reason for doing that. Please stop shouting at me. I'm not, you know, not jeopardizing the mission or whatever. People do tend to, yeah, so people do tend to take out their frustrations on other people in games a lot, don't they? Mm. It's, um, it's something that I think happens a lot in Blood Bowl as well. Um, oh, yeah. When you have take out your frustration on the dice, but, you know, you can't really yell at the dice. That's just ludicrous, right? Well, some people do, and I respect them for it. Um, but Try if you can't do that, I try. Right? Exactly. Um, but then, you know, if you sometimes, and I totally understand this because I have this feeling too, where, well, I can't yell at the dice. Who Who's there to yell at? I can't yell at chat. What's chat doing? Um, I guess I'm going to yell at the opponent because fuck you, opponent, for screwing me over and rolling so well and stuff. And, you know, I try not to do it, but it's so tempting to in Blood Bowl. It's just, it's like Nuffle wants you to yell at other people. It's Nuffle's fault, really. You totally can't yell at the cat. Oh, yeah, you can yell, you at, yell at us. Fine. I'll just yell oh, back. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. But, and, and so back to like co op games, I feel like that's sometimes for people who are not maybe so self aware, it's very easy to do the same thing. Oh, we're losing. Well, I can't, you know, yell yell at the game that would be silly um let's go yell at this person next to me because um clearly somebody's fucking up and it's not me right it's got to be someone out there so especially if, if it's a random i you know online game and you're female oh absolutely that tends to because it's never you right no it's no. never no can't possibly be um i play um i'm a pro it's i play a me. good deal of uh i play a good deal of overwatch online and i you know i go on comms a decent amount sometimes i talk and sometimes i don't but one thing you absolutely notice is that the loudest people who are telling everybody what to do are usually the ones who are the ones who are spending their time doing that instead of playing the game yeah. and thereby actually throwing the game a bit so it's um it's fun to watch yeah there's um rocket league is also a pretty mm-hmm. toxic i uh day day plays a lot of it and he had somebody constantly calling him boomer over and over again and it's like do you even know what that means like, what do they mean them. what's what's the meaning behind that insult well i, th- I think it's referring well i mean like the, the term boomer is is you know baby boomer in a certain generation of people oh, that and so they mm-hmm. the um so the insult just say okay boomer it, it's it's a is a dismissive okay you're a generation you don't that doesn't understand this um so some people have just taken it and just just use it as just say it's boomer. just a go-to insult isn't it yeah yeah <laughs> well and, I'm, saying that. I'm not buying avocado on toast that's why i can't afford to buy a house and they're like okay boomer no that's the whole point <laughs> doing it wrong goddamn gen z <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um, Rocket League is, a, is another one that's quite... We've kind of moved into like toxic fandoms, or to- toxic gaming <laughs> communities now, haven't we? A little bit. A little bit. I mean, I don't think you can talk about gaming in any meaningful way without ending up talking about the toxic communities that can be there. So why is that? The mother of all toxic online games has got to be Lo- uh, League of Legends, right? Yeah, I've I've played it. Because it was so toxic, I always knew that it was toxic. I never played it. I have played it. I used to play it quite quite a bit in college because my friends played it they were the ones who sort of got me into it and um funnily enough it was some of the most toxic people i came across were the people i was with <laughs> i was in a team Uh-oh. 
yeah there was one person in particular who was yeah that's to say I don't talk to that person anymore quite a few years now um but it's interesting how people I just don't understand why that's the the bit the strangest thing to me about league is is why it's the most toxic it's so it's just I just don't see what about the game brings that out in people but apparently it does it's just one of those yeah I think I think that that's one of the things that I don't like sometimes playing with strangers just just makes it so boring like with some of my old friends I used to play um Orcs Must Die 2 has anyone else played that one no no it's just like it's like a tower defense game so you see you build towers and the orcs orcs must die and orcs must die too and that, that was I always thought that was really fun because you've got like di- multiple ways that they can come in they can come from both sides at the same time so when you're playing in like multiplayer it's like well you you look after that side and I'll look after this side we'll do it like this and we'll build this but then you end up with someone else I was I was I think I played online with someone else and someone started deleting all my towers why stop it <laughs> but the thing is because you're actually working together you don't if one of you loses you both lose yeah sort of thing so it's like right okay we'll just we'll just stop that yeah. but it's so fun to ruin someone's day mm. i think right like that, that i don't know troll mentality that maybe i don't know well, I, I played I, I used to play a lot of a game called Dungeon Defenders and that was a local multiplayer game so I used to play a lot with my, my sisters and my dad and then I found that they made a second one and it was online only and it just it just didn't work like I don't know if they had comms or not but I couldn't talk to anybody so we were both just standing there looking at each other like what are you building I'm not building anything because I don't have enough you've got the gems you build something and they just wouldn't do anything I'm like I can't communicate there was no way to really communicate with anybody and that game yeah I, I don't think it's it's very was very well received anyway but um they're hopefully making a new one which will be a lot better um but yeah it's, it's interesting how some some games just don't work as soon as you t- make them um online multiplayer rather than local multiplayer i feel like i haven't played these games so i have no idea <laughs> well now you really like my only online gaming is football my only like interaction with other people playing games online is that well stop playing XCOM yeah well XCOM is but that's but that still isn't like playing online like against other people is it no but play anyway well I mean that's a compelling case it does look really <laughs> oh, I a compelling argument I just like giraffe playing it I just want to watch giraffe playing XCOM <laughs> I play dress I mean, up like- that's, I feel How? like that's what we're all playing it for, right? Just oh, dress no. up and right. make everybody have the most fabulous outfits. Exactly. I hate playing Space Barbie. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry to all the listeners. I, I, I never really enjoy dressing characters up, so I play for the game. Ooh. You lot can all do the Space Barbie, and then I'll play <laughs> the game. <laughs> Ouch. Um, <laughs> fine, then you're not getting the, the, the pot on your head anymore. <gasps> okay, I do that. I do the silly dress-ups. <laughs> But this is the weird thing that I've always noticed is a lot of the girls that I know that play games aren't really that into like really spending hours on making their characters look really good. They'll do like a lot of them will do that like, the silly things like putting pots on heads. Mm-hmm. But it's always the boys that sit there for hours and hours and hours to go make the characters look just so and the ships and the, and anything else that they can customize. And it's always the boys I know that always want to spend so much money on like cosmetics and things like that because they want the characters to look just so. And I just always thought that was a really interesting split. I don't know if anyone else has not has observed anything like that. No, I don't fine. Watch fine. Do you know what? Fine. <laughs> Great, all all I know is that Cauliflower has a pot on her head. The only person to have requ- requested a pot on their head. Yeah. <laughs> is that why you killed me? Uh, no, you're, is you're that not, is you're, you're back? Why? being alive. Blew up the uh, fuel tanker because she just didn't want to be seen with me. It was too embarrassing. <laughs> 
<laughs> that was probably it. Or or maybe Tree just likes fuel tankers. It's got to be it. Just blowing things up seems to be my my uh, XCOM jam. I'm not responsible for it. I just, you know, do what you're I just asked to be it. a grenadier. That was because I thought that was what I was supposed to say. I felt like that was the meme. Wow. <laughs> Tree, you be you. Don't Aww. let anybody else tell you what to be. <laughs> you be what you if you want to throw bombs, you throw bombs. If you don't want to throw bombs, you throw bombs. Because you know. <laughs> like, you obviously it's fun- now. You can't do anything about it. No, it's funny because mm-hmm. in the first, the first version of your XCOM game, I got made into a medic. And I found that funny because like whenever I've played like almost like any kind of game, like any kind of cooperative game, maybe even like uh, um, where I've played RPGs and stuff, like I always end up being the healer. Like it's always been my <laughs> my thing. So like that was a much more sort of... Um, natural spot I guess for me to end up was as the healer but then there were memes about me blowing everyone up all the time so I felt like when you asked me who I should be that seemed like the right answer I feel like we need to play Overwatch together because Overwatch Overwatch because you've mentioned playing it I do I I quite like playing it but I've never played it enough to be good at it and I've never played it I'll be terrible it's bad Tree and Tree Collie can, yeah it's fun we can yeah. be shit at it yeah yeah, yeah be we'll be time. shit together <laughs> uh, yeah like i worry with those sorts of games where like you require coordination and doing things fast i'm just gonna let everyone down but if there's a low bar to start off with maybe it's oh there's an incredibly low bar <laughs> so uh you heard it here first folks yeah overwatch stream incoming apparently Yes, we just need to it. get two more people to come uh, do a full streamer team. It'll be fantastic. Should we get Andy to join us? Treat the bar is so uh, low. Do Overwatch. The world champion Limboa could not make it underneath this bar. <laughs> <laughs> Necronome plays Overwatch. Actually, we can get him in. Oh no, he that's sounds like he'd be good though. Yeah, yeah. No, that's why I say Andy because, like you say, he doesn't do it. Andy won't be good. He won't be good. Oh, okay. Be great. <laughs> we need somebody who's bad. Got it. Um, it's not Blubble. I don't think he. Uh, I don't think he'll be up for it. Uh, I'm not sure Andy knows that other games exist. Yeah, I don't think he does either. We'll just tell him that it's um, the the new version of Blood Bowl Three. It's Blood Bowl Three. Yeah. You need to play, <laughs> Andy. <laughs> That's a brilliant segue into the next bit, isn't it? <laughs> or do you want to do the romancing games first, Giraffe? <gasps> yeah, the goal. We've got to ask that bit, haven't we? So, what what are our favourite in-game romances? Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll go last because yeah well are there other games with romance with as oh, much yeah. quality romance as mass effect okay tell so me more because i need to go buy so them immediately I, I am going to talk about saudi valley's romances because they are so adorable so <laughs> you have 10 villages i think there might be more now or mods and stuff um but the, in the core game mm-hmm. there are 10 villages who you can romance girls and boys five girls five boys and you doesn't matter what gender you are you can romance all 10 of them if you want to at the same time if you want to um Ooh, later. After, <laughs> after certain um so you get the, like these gauge heart these heart gauges and um once you hit eight with them you can unlock the last two to be for them to be your romantic partner and then once you hit 10 you can get married to them and after certain amounts of hearts i think it's like one heart three hearts five hearts um you get like these little cutscenes with them where you so you, you spend all this time like gifting them mm-hmm. things so you gift them their favorite things for them to for you to fill up the heart gauge and you get these little events with them so i've only romanced a few 
few of them but like with abigail um the first heart event the, the the first couple of them are just you as friends but the first one is playing video games with her um with sam you can go and watch his band play at a music festival and yeah all these different characters you have got all these different heart events and they are so cute it is so adorable and then like once you're married they move into the farm with you and they'll do like chores around the house and around the garden for you and they'll feed the animals and water your crops and stuff and i just love it i love it so much it's it's so adorable uh, i've only ever romanced robin and my favorite cut scene with her is where you have it you, you set up a picnic for the two of you oh spoilers guys spoilers yeah stardew valley spoilers right now <laughs> <laughs> you, you set up a picnic for the two of you in the woods and her ex comes from the city and you can punch him out oh, <laughs> Valley violent. <laughs> oh that's very serious I, I, my my favorite i can't really say because it's the 10th heart event for sam and it's just basically it kind of implies that sex happens i think there's a couple that kind of imply that sex happens but it's like because uh, you go into this it's a very cute kid friendly game and then that ha- you you know you end up hiding under his bed because his mum comes in or something and it's like what's happening here Ooh. what are we teaching our children <laughs> but yeah it's it's it it really invest that you get really invested in the relationships because of the build up. It's not a you know there's no way really to fast track them. You have to spend time giving them lots of presents, speaking to them all the time, and yeah. So you get really really invested and in, in build you know builds up throughout the game. Um, oh. It was such a sweet game. Carlos just dropped something in chat that I'd forgotten about. It's card game that we played together, Dizzy. Yes! Oh my god, we did. Yeah, we streamed it. Phasmophobia. Yeah, it's not quite romance, isn't it? Though. <laughs> no, sorry, that's just completely. Well, I mean, you could there. try romancing the ghost. <laughs> I think there'd be a lot of people who would be uh, supportive of that if that was added to the game. I think that's an underrepresented niche. <laughs> Spooky romance. So, who who else has uh, an in-game romance that they really? Uh... I mean, my biggest. I think I've talked about this a little bit. My biggest regret. So in Mass Effect is actually um, the nice thing about it is quite quite progressive. It's um, it starts out as regular, just you can romance other people. But even in game one, you can romance an alien, which is kind of exciting because you know alien sex and stuff. Um, and they're you know they're not quite explicit, but they do very much. They don't just imply; they show you there's going to be some sexy times going on. You know, if you worked hard enough and were successful in your seduction techniques while involved in a in alien warfare. But so my biggest regret in Mass Effect is that I accidentally proposed a threesome between uh, a human and alien and myself and unfortunately the human that i was actually after um thought that was a bit too much and, and said no the alien was like yeah let's go for it so i wound up getting with the alien but um was it was yeah. was, was, was the alien was, is it liara it's liara yeah it's liara oh, and Caden. if you're trying to go after Caden, which was what i was going for because i wanted the shy boy um yeah and and at some point when you're if you're friendly enough spoiler alert everybody <laughs> you should have not listened about for the last two minutes if you didn't want to know about the secrets here um so if you're romancing both Caden and you're far enough along with Liara as well at some point they approach you and they say hey um you've been kind of flirting with both of us who are you actually interested in and the options are Caden Liara or why not both 
I went for the why not both option. Why not both? Sadly. That's obviously the right answer. Yeah. Like any other answer would be wrong. Exactly. Right? That's what you think. My boyfriend at the time was watching me play and I was also not saving correctly, which was part of it. And he was watching me kind of deal with like, what should I answer? And it's almost in slow motion. I say, let's go with why not both? And then I see Caden drop me, soul leaving my body when I was like, no, this is not what I meant. And apparently it was a very just emotional moment for, for, for everybody involved. Um, but that's my biggest regret in Mass Effect. But what actually is kind of cool is that the game got even more progressive, you know, went from alien sex to <gasps> homosexual ro romances. So if you're playing as a male shepherd um, and Caden survives, you can have a romance with a boy, which is kind of exciting. Um, and I think was relatively progressive at the time. And I think now it's a little bit more commonplace, which is nice. Yeah, it was always, I, I feel like there's, there's always been a little bit Bit more accepting of lesbian relationships because it's a fetish it's been fetish how do you say that word fetish uh, i can't speak fetishized Sized. Yeah, because because I'm not going to try to say it again, but because that has happened to lesbian relationships, I think it's always been a little bit more accepted. So to have that option for the the gay relationship is is always nice. So um, so like on that sort of topic, it's <clears throat> so I've been putting you know like trashy TV on while I've been working at home just recently, and because it's just it's easy to ignore, and I can just watch a little bit and then get on with what I'm doing. And one of the things I've been watching on Netflix is 24 Hours in A&E because it's just it's just so much fun. And one of the ones I was watching today was like Ron and John have been best friends for 30 years they've lived together for 20 <laughs> years and he's been his carer for five years and so you're like yes okay narrator best friends is that like, what would be so wrong about saying that these two people are quite clearly a couple why we've got to make a big thing about it by going that they are best friends Nobody can see, but I'm doing air quotes when I say best friends. Yeah. <laughs> we couldn't tell. Hear it was real quotes. subtle. I can hear them. Yeah, you can, you can <laughs> hear them. <laughs> yeah, that that happened quite a bit and it's like But yeah, when you see when you see um lesbian couples, they are reasonably okay with saying that, you know, that she she's my girlfriend and she she my my girlfriend went to hospital or my, my wife went to hospital. But when it's men, it's we are best friends. It's like, yeah, really best friends. Wink, wink. I feel like that happens with both, actually, sometimes. I think that's definitely, yeah. like, I've seen that with I've seen like, pictures well. of, of um, a couple on their, on their wedding day, both in, like, wedding dresses and everything, and the comments are like, oh, I'd love to get married the same day as my best friend. Where's a picture of their husband? <laughs> it's like, they're not there. They're <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Bringing us back to um, what we segued to so nicely earlier, but have got to just kind of sorry <laughs> we got a little sidetracked no um the blood Bowl 3 beta happened how many weeks ago now was it it was a couple of weeks ago a couple um, of weeks ago yeah it's at the beginning of february wasn't it yeah yeah so at the beginning of february um there was the blood Bowl 3 beta um i think draft did you also have access to it or was it just tree and myself i i had options to have access with it but i wound up not taking them up watched other people yeah so obviously there were a lot of changes that were made from the last time and there were a lot of mixed reviews about these changes and about how Blo the state that Blood Bowl 3 is in now and we sort of touched on it in the last episode a little bit but that was before the beta had even come out so we couldn't really like give a proper review so we want to take this opportunity to kind of tell everyone what our thoughts are and we have asked in our discord as well what your guys thoughts were we didn't have a huge amount of replies um but we did have a couple so first of 
of all, um, what are our thoughts on it? How did we think? It felt a little bit more stable, but overall, it's it's still too much. There is just too much happening on that screen all at once. I think the layering isn't great in terms of what's at the forefront of your vision. And there's just there's just too much going on to really pay proper attention. And I know it's been done to death, but I hate those radio menus so much. They have made the the armor dice actually roll now, and I love that. I don't know why I was so disappointed in the first beta that you did it and they just appeared and you didn't get to roll. It kind of like oh, I like I kind of like the suspense of watching them roll. So that's back, and that's great. Um, exactly like before, I love the models. I think they look good when you're going through all the cutscenes and things like that. But I think it's too much when they're all on the pitch all together. It's just, it's too much for your eyes. Yeah. There's too much going on. It's just so busy. There's so much on that UI. In a game like this, you can, it needs to be minimal. I think the, another sort of aspect of it that, that I thought of, and I think a few other streamers thought of, is when we stream the game, we want to make sure that everybody of every level of Bloodborne, whether you are a brand new player, whether you are a really experienced player, know exactly who is what character and what's going on where. And it's, like you say, it's just too busy and it's too confusing to know that that character has those skills above their head or that character is doing you couldn't tell who was doing the blocks unless you were focused on that on what was happening you wouldn't know who was throwing which block there wasn't the cards popping up or anything like that and i think from a streaming point of view that's quite worrying because some of us not everybody but some of us do it like I, i try to be as new player friendly as possible and trying to be educational so i try to have it all up so that everybody can see like and i can explain if someone goes oh what are they doing like what what skills do they have and i go oh okay well you can see this symbol means that or whatever and because of how busy it is and because of how complicated everything's going on that just makes it 10 times harder and so and i I know um you know people put it up on youtube and stuff so if you put it up on youtube and all your twitch chat knew exactly what was happening we're fine about it but blub, but youtube then have further questions it just makes it I, I just feel like it makes it a bit harder for that to that that conversation and that learning opportunity um to be there and so that was what worried me the most about the, the busyness of the screen yeah i agree there's just there's too much going on it's just far far too much going on on it yeah i don't know I, I feel like it's so long ago now since i've done it that i i almost can't remember it anymore um i remember thinking that like it was um to me at least it felt like a big step forward from the previous one because the previous one i remember i played it for a really short amount of time I was like i don't want to play this like i've got other things i'd rather be doing with my time than playing this game whereas i didn't feel like that with this one with this one i was quite sort of excited to go and play some games um and we had a fun game to see which i think is up yeah. on the team maybe you already said that it's up on the hey listen youtube channel so if you haven't seen it um the game that tree and i played is up on our youtube channel please go check it out leave a comment leave a like um college on do the honors life can subscribe so that's up uh now and i think we talk a little bit in in that episode as well um about our thoughts on it i think we did do a little bit of a, a a brief summary of our thoughts there but i agree i i agree with you in that 
it did feel more fun than the previous version, but again, like I, I worry about the streaming potential of it. Yeah, visually it's still a mess. Like visually, it's really hard to. Well, yeah, like the models are really pretty. I really understand what they're doing with the models. They want them to not even they want them. I suspect they've been sort of um, told they have to make them look like the Games Workshop ones, which they do, and they're really nice when you look at them close. Um, well, can I can I just interject on that because this is something that really annoyed me when I talked to the Cyanide Community Manager in in chat a while ago. Cyanide keeps saying that they want it to be as close to the tabletop as possible and games workshop are saying it has to be as close to the tabletop version as possible so all of us here except maybe draft have been playing blood bowl 2020 and have the blood bowl 2020 box set and mm. in the imperial nobility team i'm staring at them right now there are line women in there there are women blockers mm -hmm. so i asked the community managers like are those models in and they said no oh really no they have not put the female models into the Imperial Nobility team. Now, I don't know if this is going to be true of the other teams. So in the Wood Elf team, the thrower or the catcher is a is an is a woman is an elven woman and other teams they have they have the women on two i mean you can't tell with an orc but that black coat that i'm looking at I'm, I'm calling that a woman and they're saying that they were trying to make it as close to tabletop as possible but leaving out these these things that could be really important yeah I have no idea. that's that's sad if that's like that because it seems like the game is set up um the way the game is set up it seems like um there's going to be a lot of customization options once it's finished because it's clearly not you know like there's lots of things that were in there like you could sort of um theoretically do it and then when you went to do it you couldn't actually like you couldn't change the dice like it said like choose your set of dice and there's anyone but that, that's probably from. that's probably yet I can, I can i can yeah i can forgive that because that's probably not ready yet yeah but the option it should but we can see that the option to do that is going to be there for the future mm. if that makes sense they haven't got um they're not going to put the female models in which i think is really really disappointing yeah it's it's it shouldn't be a, it should be a non-issue it shouldn't it should just be in there like there shouldn't be any question about it those are the models that games workshop have those are the models that are in the main box why couldn't that then be translated into the into blood Bowl three and there was a there was a post about um, having more diversity in the models uh, of Blood Bowl 3. Like, this is the opportunity to add in, like, full female teams and, you know, really, like, create that diversity. And that started a whole discussion in the Blood Bowl community. Um, I don't know if any of you guys saw it, but it was, yeah, it, it started one of those discussions um, with some people saying it's a fantasy football game, there's like orcs and elves. That do, how do you? How could you want more diversity than that? The women already have a female team, and it's like, oh wow, a whole team! Wow. Yay! Yay! <laughs> wait, wait, team. Amazon's for women? Is that the point? Um, yeah, um, 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 scantily clad, and in the Blood Bowl Two version, at the very least, they make very questionable noises. Which oh my god, fantasy is that? <laughs> It's not a problem if there were more female teams, it, then that's an option. I have no problem with, you know, that as being one of many options. But the fact that it is the only option for women is quite off-putting and makes it seem like women don't belong in the game because all we see you as is this. And so it just, yeah, I... I, I, I yeah, I agree. And I, I was really disappointed. Because when you look at these, um, the, the models of the women in the Imperial Nobility team, they're not these scantily clad, moaning figures. They, they, you know, they just look like regular women, and they're not wearing ridiculous armor. They're wearing armor similar to the men, but obviously, you know, they, 
shaped because a woman has a different shape to a man and yeah no i just you, you just said the the figures burning i just i'm just imagining the tabletop figures now like they're just That's you're what... moving them around uh, on, uh, just at your local game shop and they start moaning I can't imagine <laughs> that imagine sounds... if when you had like a, a physical figure it made the noises like on like on the game <laughs> oh why like not this. right I'm... like just a motion detector a little chip it shouldn't be too bad yeah um the, um... But actually, what an idea. You can customize it and then have it say whatever you want. <laughs> if you want it to moan, you can have it moan. If you want it to sound all rough and sexy, you know, you do you. Or you can make it, you know, trash talk and, and you know, it sounds lovely. Get wrecked. <laughs> exactly. Cauliflowers will be full on get wrecked nerd. Mine will be all motherfuckers all the time. Right. And trees would be, I choose violence. Yes. Mine would be boo. Everything or boo. boo. <laughs> or boo. Every move's a boo. I mean, Amazon's definitely not the only ones in Bad Boy 2 with awful noises the, the, the Bretonian lineman makes them <laughs> yeah I mean the squelching of the Nurgle is also not very pleasant oh um, no that's not pleasant sorry is it squish 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 but, but I think as, as the only female represented team it's a whole other level of not good mm. um, and so you know to hear that they're not even including the female players models that are in the box for other teams like you know it, you get witch elves and that's that's fine why are imperial university suddenly different yeah I, I, I really hope that's not a line they're going to stick to i really hope that's wrong i think that'd be a real shame yeah i think that's cyanide if anybody from your company listens to this i don't know whether that's a thing or not but please please consider it please you know it's a little bit of inclusion it doesn't hurt anybody in fact it's very very good for your company so like back to blood ball three well the, the beta what else were there things in it that we liked you know we've talked we've t- spoken a bit about things that we didn't like with the, the i love the time videos. bank yes i love the time, the time bank. bank it's very good i think i i have heard um people express the worry that people could abuse it but people abuse the current system anyway and i think that the time bank allows i think the counting down doesn't help of the normal so that you've got the normal timer that does the very scary counting down but then it goes into the time bank and i think yes there there should be you know acknowledgement that we're going into the time bank but it does it just allows that bit of extra time to sit back and think about what you're doing and i thought i think it's quite new player friendly in that you're not having to panic for two minutes you've only got two minutes you've got a little bit of extra time that you can use if you need it mm-hmm. time back is a little scary when you go into this whole like red it, it looks like a lot more danger than you're actually in while you're in the time bank but that's yes. just a minor cosmetic issue in my opinion it would just be you know it, it wouldn't help the panic situation <laughs> yeah like it's 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 started getting like the first time i think before you're used to it like it starts sounding really intimidating very quickly doesn't it like you hear that ticking and you're like oh jesus and then you're <laughs> like actually i've got this time yeah I, yeah because the time was one of the things actually in the first go of it i thought was like really really bad because it doesn't stop when the animations happen so this let, time around I... I didn't run out of time so it, it still doesn't stop when the animations happen now but i don't know if dizzy or tree noticed the survey that came through to our emails after Afterwards, there was a specific question about that. Um, I can't remember anymore. I did do the survey, but I, 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 
I remember that because that's something I didn't like. So because they've asked about it and what we think about it, I didn't mention it because it might change. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, the survey was quite comprehensive. It had a lot of stuff in it. So hopefully it's going to be listened to and have some... Because they, they didn't do a survey the first time, but we... No, they didn't. But the, there were some streamers who collected a lot of feedback from people and sent their feedback in, uh, the, or the collected feedback in. I think, I don't know how much of that was, was listened to, because I didn't, like, I, I added a bit myself, but I didn't look at the whole document, so I don't know how much of it was actually, like, um, implemented. But um, I think they are listening to people in some aspects. I think there are some where they're not going to change, and I think that's a shame. Uh, like the radial menu i think that's something that potentially might stick how i I think i think if that radial menu stays you will find people won't want to play it because i don't need a radial menu i've got a keyboard and mouse i can select a mouse it is not difficult to take that out for a pc version and leave it in for a console version yeah. That isn't that isn't a difficult thing for them to do, and that's what they need to do. I wonder. I wonder if then they are planning on doing that, and it's simply that the beta version is the console version, so it can be beta. Maybe they're planning on doing that later, and they're just be- they're just using the the radial menu at the moment to see if it works for PC. And hopefully, the with the feedback that they're given, they'll decide that it, it should be taken out for PC. And I I really hope so. Or you can have the option to turn it on and off because there are some. Uh, PC games that do like to use a controller and that you know that's fine that's their choice some people it helps them with the with the wrists and things like that but it doesn't for me and I want to use a mouse and if I'm using a mouse I don't want to use a stupid radial menu mm. yeah I don't I need to use a radial menu I have a pointer I will point and I will click yeah I found that the radial menu was like causing me to accidentally use rerolls and stuff like that like because my yeah. mouse was positioned in a certain way and I was clicking too fast and all of a sudden I'd used a reroll by accident and so yeah I think it's um it needs to go please cyanide please get rid of that radio menu i do not want it and it will put me off playing the game i do i do think like we've talked about like the graphics being a thing i think the ui is is probably the, the bigger thing honestly the graphics i feel like they'll well i hope they'll 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 get that a bit more right next time because i feel like there was such a kickback on um on the um on the uh skill icons this time and, and with that and the um the amount of sort of dialogue that there seemed to be I, I feel like they might actually get somewhere on that the ui is 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 the bigger issue and like some of it i think they have improved from the first go around and some of it like i also really feel like like i'm not someone who's at all expert in this stuff so like what do i know but I, I sort of did talk to some friends who have worked in game design and stuff and they said that like that stuff like the extra clicks and stuff that um can kill a game like from experience with other games like if people don't find that intuitive quite quickly people will give up surprisingly quickly on it um and i think that in the end is that's what a lot of people sort of are worried about those of us who like blood bowl is we we want the game to be a success like we want oh, it yeah. to be a success because we like playing it and because we like streaming it and so we want to well, be yeah. able to keep on doing those things the streaming side especially because um uh, you know i i've started moving away a little bit now from blood bowl um, but i still play it but there are some people who who are primarily blood bowl streamers and so the success of blood bowl 3 is vital to ensure that you know because people will move on to other things very quickly like streaming is not a, a, a guaranteed thing I mean, how go- how quickly did we see um storybook brawl disappear it was there everyone was doing it and it's gone yeah and it, you know the the viewers who gain from that have either gone to a different game or they've stayed with streamers yeah. they might have liked and it's 
it's so it's such a temperamental thing to be doing um and if you are streaming one single game unless that game has you know a good is you know well especially for like an online game it needs to have a player base and if it doesn't have a player base then you can't stream it and so Mm -hmm. and people think that people have been talking about if if Blood Bowl 3 doesn't do well what's going to happen to Blood Bowl 2 is that going to still be like are the servers going to be dropped is is are people not going to want to watch that like are they going to move on to Total Warhammer or thing you know those kinds of games and so, the, yeah, like you say, we want Bloodborne 3 to succeed. We really, really do. We want to make sure that it is the best game that it could be to ensure that, you know, the streaming community and the Bloodborne community and all that stays alive. Yeah, I think we all want the same things. But I'm sure Cyan I do as well. So I, I hope, I, you know, that's my hope for, for these things being worked out. Um, we were talking a little bit about the un, uh, you know intuitiveness of the UI. Um, one of the, I think... I don't know if it's strangely controversial, but like the, the use of the space bar, that was something that people were sort of hit and miss on. And I found that once I got used to it, because I used the WASD to move the camera around anyway, just resting my thumb on the space bar, that was fine for me. I found that pretty easy to pick up once I remembered that it was a thing. How did you guys find it? I, I, I was fine with it, but I also... I, these are the kinds of small little changes like that, like... Like what I was sort of alluding to before with the, with the trying to make Blood Bowl three more comparative with tabletop is this, this, some of these changes you are just going to have to get used to because that's what it's like in in tabletop. Like you have to declare your blitz action way before yeah. anything else. As a non tabletop player, I feel like that's like I'll get used to that. Even if it's going to be like I'll mess it up a few times and I'll yell at myself. I wanted to pass you. <laughs> Damn it! What am I going to do with the ball now? And all that. But I think we'll get used to that. I think there. From a playability perspective, that's just how it is now, and like yeah. we can get used to it. I think if the if that's the biggest problem with Blood Bowl three, then mm. fantastic. Yeah, we're doing all right. If that's the, if that's the worst thing, yeah. isn't it? I just wonder if like what she was saying earlier about you know being it being a step too far for some people. Whether that you know, I don't think it's going to be the thing that will kill Blood Bowl three, but I do wonder right. if like it might cause some people to get you know they they might mess up a few too many times. And you've, I, I mean, we've all seen it where there's been somebody who's very new to Blood Bowl two will spin into them. Then, then the first like thing that goes wrong, they concede the game. And you know, I don't think those types of people stay around for very long. And so yeah. I do wonder if I, I do worry if sometimes if if that might be an extra thing that might push somebody away from it. You know, we like you say we're we're used to doing that on tabletop, and we are. So we we love the game enough that we would push through that and you know eventually get used to it. But there will be some people, and I don't know how many people there would be, but it would be too one thing too many. Like oh, I again picked up the ball and didn't click the pass button beforehand. Now what am I like? Now that's lost me the game, uh, you know, and then go off on a tirade. So I just I do I do wonder if like point. yeah, but you know. I might be completely wrong and it might just be something that I've just uh, an issue that I've completely come out up with on my own <laughs> no I don't think I don't think anyone thinks that I think other people think that um for sure but, um we'll wait and see on the next iteration of the beta right yeah because <laughs> surely there'll be one more whatever it is yeah yeah as much as there were still issues in this version, there were strides forward. And Absolutely. I think as long as we don't see, you know, 
the next beta it not be much better and then they then they go okay we're releasing it in a few months that would be like the worst case scenario for me i think you know they've not given a definite when they're going to release it which i think is good because it allows them to keep testing and keep you know improving and i think as long as they do listen to us and listen to the feedback that has been given and they implement that i I don't see why this can't be a good game but i do worry as long as they keep listening because one thing that will just piss the community off no end is them coming say right keep beta testing keep beta testing keep beta Mm. testing but we don't care what you got to say about it Mm. what's the point in asking us then i think the survey kind of points towards them actually i'm trying to give us a go i am hoping so but that could also just be something to appease us we'll find out we will see if if and when there's a next beta um what what that looks like and i think think that will be the deciding thing of, of Bloodborne 3's fate is the next beta um, because obviously these first two there have been some very 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 vocal voices who have not liked it at all and are, are very very concerned I don't like to be too pessimistic I like to have some form like a little bit of optimism and, and trying to find the good things in it um, that doesn't mean I'm not worried I am a little bit worried but I think the next one will be the deciding fate for Bloodborne 3 if it mm-hmm. do, if there are enough people who are not happy with it that could kill it completely um, but if they show that they have listened to us and if they really you know have a, have a not, not obviously the finished product but a good game and a you know fixed the main things that people are worried about then i think we could we could be up for blood ball 3 being released at some point (laughs) but my only concern is is that they don't listen they put it out we all hate it it absolutely flops and then they say well clearly nobody wants to play blood ball do they and then it disappears or i hope not anyway i will say like cyanide don't seem like that kind of company as monty said in our last episode they uh, they do for me as well they're constantly retweeting my tweets they're constantly engaging they come into my chat they come into trees chat they come you know they're like and i've i've i stream other games i've never had any other form of developer do anything near that they've never you know never do anything like that and so for for all their faults they do um they do listen they do they do engage with the people who are play their game so it's yeah they, they, they do have that going for them whether you know it doesn't necessarily mean that their games aren't perfect or always good but yeah um i think we're probably coming to the end now aren't we okay um so who wants to do we kind of gave andy a bit of a shout out earlier but who does anyone else have a streamer that they'd like to give a shout out to i have so many i'd love to give shout outs to um maybe uh this season just because he's playing wood elves i want to give a shout out to daniel quest he's playing wood elves and Scott. yes the calmest man in blood bowl <laughs> that has been a fascinating battle to watch too hasn't it yeah, yeah. the, the, the woody wood race is not over yet it's, not, race over is not, yet. Over. No, it's, it's a really intense it's race not. It's, i want daniel to get in daniel's worked hard to get in this year this year this season and he's got um an absolutely monstrous board answer i don't know if i'm gonna get any more because people are still going for it there's a whole bunch of new teams that have come everything's gonna be fine i won't mind if i don't this time to be honest we'll see we believe in you and no matter what happens you've done you're still a fan yeah i i I just don't like there's some seasons where like it really matters to me and uh, if i'm just being like totally honest like i I don't feel that this season like if i get in i'd like to get in so i'll try but it's not going to it's not going to eat me up if i don't this time there's too much else going on in life at the moment well um thank you everybody for uh listening to this episode of the podcast 
podcast. I am Dizzy Bess, again on Twitch and YouTube, and I have been joined by... Miss Tree on Twitch and YouTube. Seriously, I'm a giraffe on Twitch. And Cauliflower on all of your Twitches. <laughs> Please check out our YouTube and our Patreon. We appreciate any support that you are able to give us. Uh, just... Don't forget to like and subscribe! Sorry. <laughs> Uh, even just by listening to the podcast you guys have been amazing um leave any comments in my discord which is called the beehive uh links can be found on my twitch um and yeah please let us know your favorite co-op games or any topics that you would like to hear us talk about in the future um we'd love to hear your thoughts and uh, again we've spoken about bubble three so any thoughts on that please do let us know we appreciate any feedback thank you all and bye bye, bye. bye.